It's the Hoffman Show. We're on the Team 980, always live as well on the free Odyssey app. Never read the comments coming up at 5.30. All right, Linnell is here now for a proper overreaction Tuesday here on this Wednesday, kind of our Tuesday. Oh, Anthony, do we put that on the fine board? That's a cough from Linnell that... Was there's no mic turned off there? That's a that's a fine. And is that a show. part of the system? That is how the fine system originated because Anthony refused to turn off his microphone when coughing, which is hilarious because his microphone spends ninety seven percent of the no. show off. For him to cough on air is hilarious, but blame him once again because why am I coughing? Because I'm having a real respiratory issue from running outside in the running degrees to get his backpack that he forgot. Yes, my thing is Linnell. I don't think you should be tired or gassed from, you know, running. It's it's there. not about being tired. I'm, I'm actually going to come to Linnell's defense here, which is something that nobody anticipated happening. Heal the, the cold, air, people. The cold air of it being 15 degrees <sighs> and the temperature change of coming back inside, that's what met. Like, the out of breath. Sorry, bro, I got nothing for you. The, <laughs> the respiratory coughing of the temperature change, that I understand. Is this an overreaction? Is what it's what I'm asking. <laughs> the irony in all of this is hilarious. But we're here, we made it, and I'm breathing a wee bit better. A wee bit. All a right. Bit. Uh before we get too incredibly sidetracked, let's uh let's get to uh yeah. some some takes, if you will. So John Keim uh did his job today, caught up with Ron Rivera. Uh first comments from Rivera publicly since being fired. Uh, there's some interesting, I think, things that kind of come out of it. Main takeaways for those that haven't seen the article yet. He wants to continue coaching, uh, even if it's as a defensive coordinator. He kind of knows he's not getting a head coaching job. Uh, Self-awareness. Hasn't been requested for any interviews. Uh, But would be willing to coach, even if it's as a DC or maybe even a position coach. Um, And then he reflected on decisions he made around Howell uh, and did say he thinks the organization, the commander, is in a great spot with Josh Harris, thinks he runs a great operation. Those are kind of the three big things that I took away. Which of those or something else is most interesting to you and has you fired up? First of all, I just want to, anyone out there who is an aspiring journalist, when you are, I thought, I think John Kahn was probably the nicest to Ron Rivera on the beat all year long. I think he was probably the most respectful to him all year long. Yeah, He's I, the I like one that, that got the one-on-one. more than nice. Well, yeah, right? nice is like he wasn't doing his job, but it's not what I'm saying. He was more yeah. the most respectful of Ron and I think that's why he was granted that one-on-one that no one else has been granted. So shout out to John Kahn for that. The other thing that I took away from that is there's this narrative that's been running around that Ron didn't get or didn't have the opportunity to focus on just football because he was dealing with so many other things. I buy it, but like I don't know how much I buy it. It feels like it's being used as an excuse to this point. I, I'm kind of getting sick and tired of hearing about it. It's it's annoying. And then the second thing that I took away, the admission of guilt about quarterback to me was damning. And I think it's irresponsible on Ron's behalf because not only did his negligent decision get himself fired, he got probably stunted the growth of Sam Howell, and Eric Bieniemy's not looking very good coming out of all of this. My whole thing, as we talked about off-air, Craig, especially after reading Kime and Rivera's back and forth. Ron Rivera starting Sam Howell was to save his own ass, and we knew that. A lot of us did. But I think Eric Bieniemy, when he was hired, 
there's no way you're telling me he came in here knowing he was going to have to start Sam Howell. That's and I don't have any reporting on this. This is just pure speculation on my behalf. Think about Eric's perspective and why he came to Washington. One, to get a bump in title. He's assistant head coach. But all of this was supposed to prime him to be a head coach down the line. How does he get that opportunity from his offense functioning the best? And we can all say this honestly. The offense probably would have functioned better under Jacoby simply because he's a veteran, not Sam, who had 11 career completions heading into the year. So So I don't think he ever wanted to go with Sam Howe. Uh, see, that's where I disagree. Um, I don't know that he never wanted to go with Sam Howell. I think there was probably a realization at some point the offense would operate better. But, like, yeah. the the best thing for the organization was to go for broke on Sam. Like, where they were. Now, if you want to rewind further and, and try to dissect different decisions. And, like, they tried to make some different ones. They tried to trade for Stafford. They tried to trade for Russell Wilson. One of those, it sucks it didn't work. One of those, it's great it didn't work. You know, yeah. that's the nature of the NFL. For sure. Um <clears throat> And for a litany of reasons at the time, with everything going on with the Oregon Dan, like they never had a shot at either of those dudes. Um, so that is what it is, and it's beyond Ron's control. Again, he also signed up to be here, and uh, he should have known better. And it very much seems like he didn't. Uh, so there's there's that. Sure. But I, I like my bigger issue with what they did at quarterback this year was not who they chose. It is when they made the choice, how they chose to use him. And with the offense that they put him in and all of that. And that is uh, yes. on Eric, but it's also very much on Ron. No, he's, and, the, he's a team builder. Yeah. He's he Well, it's not even the, the team. Like, again, the offensive line personnel-wise was better than people realized. It was set up to fail. It's a good Correct. run-blocking offensive line that was asked to drop back pass protect 30 times a game with a almost rookie quarterback who doesn't have a great feel for the pocket and takes a bunch of sacks. Like, your offensive line is going to look like trash, and so is your quarterback, if that's your game plan. So why is that your game plan? And if your offensive coordinator has that as your game plan, you as a head coach need to like really dig deep and be like, hey, I think that we probably should not do this this way. Like Ron doesn't get exempt from that. He doesn't go, well, I just turned the offense over to Eric. That's not head coaching. That's not even managing. That's not delegating. No. That is that is uh, absconding your responsibility. Ooh. I think I use absconding Abs- right there. I'm about to say I like that word, absconding. Uh, it's, it's just saying, like, ah, my problem. And yeah. It's like, yeah, it is. You're the head coach, bro. Was and the, passing the, the buck. Right? Yeah, the yeah. other thing that I think, you know, kind of more to your first point is, I do believe him when he says he did more managing and was dealing with other stuff and not coaching until the final five weeks. But he set up the structure. He set up the system. He's in charge of everything. If you want to do more coaching, you need to either pass off the responsibilities that you initially were given to Martin Mayhew and Marty Herney and the personnel department and get yourself out of it. Or, and you can do it quietly, like, you don't need to go to Dan Snyder and be like, hey, I'm doing less work. Uh, you know, <laughs> you could probably pay me less. Right. Like, you just you just be like, hey, I think we're going to reorganize reorganize some things. I need to spend more time focusing on the on the coaching. So, Martin, you're going to you're going to pick up the slack. Don't ask me about this stuff anymore. Um, you know, I, I trust you. That's why we hired you. And before we do anything crazy, you better come consult me. But like, come consult me as the head coach. And so he set up the system. You can't complain about the system when you're the dude in charge of the system. That would be my big thing. On ki- That kind of encompasses all of it. Yeah, right? and I think it's the number one problem with how they've addressed quarterback over the last several years. And then this year was like the nail in the coffin in terms of the negligence that they've shown. I'll give you – I'll raise you another team in the NFC that has a second-year quarterback. Atlanta did everything in their power to ensure Desmond Ritter would work out, including using their two richest draft picks this year on offensive weapons to help – 
further his development. Washington did the exact opposite. When did we draft our first offensive player? Was it round four? Did uh, they go three straight defense, or did they go? Was, who was it our third rounder this year? Was that was Ricky? Was it Stromberg the third rounder? Or yeah, Stromberg was the third rounder. Then Daniels was the fourth. Yeah, so I give him credit. And, and Daniels was it? They missed completely on their evaluation. Well, we don't even him. know what he is because he didn't even make it into the season. He didn't make it out of training camp. Yeah, but he I think they're good in training camp. I so think they. That. I think they had him have surgery so he could have sort of like a red shirt year and That's allow him to get possible. stronger. Very he possible. probably could have came back, but they knew they whiffed on the pick. Which is like, to your point, like you use a third rounder on Stromberg to be your a kind of pick that it, you take a starting center the, with yes. after signing Nick Gates. It never, it doesn't make sense. That's the big takeaway for me in the five years around or the four years around. Nothing ever made sense. And then not only did you not use your two richest draft picks to help the quarterback, to your point, and I don't know how much this is on Eric and how much this is on Ron. Eric's the play caller, obviously, so he's going to get a brunt of it. But who's to say Ron wasn't like, look, we got to throw the ball a lot to see what this kid has. I need, We need to know what he is. Let's load him up and then dial it back, which if you go back to August, that was universally the plan. Like they were saying that in August that that was the plan, to load him up and then dial it back. But when they said loaded it up, loaded up, I think it was, we thought it was from probably a terminology standpoint, not amount of dropbacks. Yeah, I mean that I from everything that we've all ever heard, and maybe this was Ron overcorrecting from his miscue with Eric and, and the kind of the media narrative in training camp, whatever. But it, it very much seemed like once Eric got here, anything that touched the offense, you know, it's it's the Lion King. Anything the light touches is yours. Yeah, anything <clears throat> the offense touches is yours. Yeah. And there was like no oversight of it outside of hey, Howell's going to be the guy. And again, I refuse to let revisionist history happen. Um, which means multiple things at, at once, which is hard for people to wrap their mind around, but it is what it is. There was nothing that happened in the way that the quarterback competition happened that meant that Sam Howell shouldn't start. Sam had a good enough camp, and Jacoby did not have some overwhelmingly brilliant camp. Craig, you can't use the word competition. But that, well, that was going to be part two of what okay. I was going to say is, if they were telling Jacoby, hey, we're having a real competition, then they needed to split the reps. I, under, I don't actually disagree with how they did things, where it's like, look, if Sam falls on his face, Jacoby's right there. But then I, if, yeah. if Sam or if Jacoby is overwhelmingly brilliant, then we'll, we'll leapfrog him. But Sam's going to get every opportunity. And by the way, we're pretty sure he's good enough based off what we know that he's going to win this opportunity. So we need to make sure we prepare him by giving him all the starters reps. What I can't possibly begin to defend is what they did with those reps. Well, yeah. <laughs> and that's like, those are all things yeah. that like you could, a change, problem. you could change any part of that and get a better result. It's hard to get a worse one. You could have used Sam in a smarter way. You could have had a real competition that Jacoby probably would have won and run a similar offense and it would have been better. But at the end of the day, I actually don't think the way it went down long term is good for the or is bad for the franchise. They they didn't mess around and go nine and eight with Brissett and sniff the playoffs and convince themselves they're close. They won four games, have the second overall pick, just recruited uh, arguably the best GM candidate in the league, and we'll see what they do at head coach. But and part of the reason the guy came is because he got a blank slate, no no commitment to any quarterback, and the number two pick to fill it. So. Ultimately, going for broke was the right move. <clears throat> but the way they went about it, if they were actually trying to win games, is uh, pretty good evidence that Ron Rivera shouldn't be here anymore, which is uh, you know, why and he's there, not. And there's just crumbs that have been dropped over the months that like let us know that like we were fed a complete load of garbage. There's never a quarterback competition. It never happened 
Jacoby, the first second he got to take the podium, went up there and said, yeah, I was told I was going to get to compete. Right. Maybe that's why his hamstring all of a sudden got hurt. Maybe it was a punishment to Jacoby for going up there and spilling the tea. Because there's no way, and I understand he's a good veteran, he's been around the league, and he's a good teammate. But if I signed a contract somewhere, and they guaranteed I get to compete, and I go into camp, and I'm taking zero reps... He's more of a yeah. professional than I am. Oh, I'm I not defending raised, that from Jacoby's. I would have raised hell. Yeah, I'm not defending that from Jacoby's perspective at all. Like, that's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, and, by the way, is for all the talk about good guy Rivera. Con is man. Character, I won't go that him. far. Um, but is on character with, with how his tenure went in yeah. many ways. So, uh, definitely, like, I, I think that there is something to how many people in the building were, like, to, no, like they were like, oh, Ron should stay. But, like, how many people were like, he was a good man. Like, when people work that closely with someone and universally, uh, and the players are all like, good man, even if there's other stuff that I look at and I'm like, that's pretty crappy. Um, I have to defer to the people that interacted with him on that kind of intimate daily basis. Yeah. Uh, on some level, can For still sure. call out the bad behavior. For sure. But that absolutely is an indefensible thing to do to Jacoby Brissett. And it was pretty clear the second he got to the podium. Uh, on that was that the day. first thing. And, and normally yeah. guys will be like, I'll take the high road and be like, yeah, I know what I signed up for. I know it was a young quarterback. Nah, Jacoby completely ripped the band-aid off and said, yeah, nope. I'm just as surprised as you guys were. Yep. Which uh, was something. All right. Uh, what's your schedule for the rest of the week? Where can people get get more of your, uh, your um, takes? You can, you can get me Friday, 6.30 to 10 p.m., overtime on 106.7. And then Saturday, a little mini announcement on the Hoffman Show. I'll make my... National radio debut. We got CBS Sports Radio 5 to 10 on Saturday. You can hear me in the DMV from, I believe, 545 to 7. That's when I'm on locally here, but... Nice. Check your local listings, people. Congratulations. You you can listen to CBS Sports Radio uh, anytime, anywhere on the free Odyssey app. So check out Linnell there. Congratulations, sir. Thank you, my friend. Uh, That is fantastic. All right. When we get back, uh, we hit never read the comments.